0: Hello and welcome to the Esports Biz Show. I'm your host, Justin Jacobson. This week we'll be discussing streaming and esports teams. Just as a disclaimer, nothing here is intended as legal advice. It's all of the information for educational purposes only. This week's guest is Sid Kitten. She is a certified yoga teacher, gamer, content creator, and VP for esports organization Chili Mountain. Chili Mountain is an international esports franchise with over 25 gamers, competing in Heroes of the Storm and in League of Legends in North America and Europe. She's also a gaming and lifestyle content creator and streamer, has acted as a caster at various gaming tournaments in many titles, including League of Legends, Valorant, and Hearthstone. Sid Kitten has worked with numerous top brands, including Target, Warner Brothers, CoverGirl, Drunk Elephant, Bliss Skincare, and Current Banking, among many others. She's also involved in supporting women in tech, including working with Girls Who Code. Thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you, Justin.
0: My pleasure. So let's kind of start it off. Tell us about your kind of past eSports and gaming experience. What was the first game you played and how would you kind of get involved in eSports?
1: So I first got introduced to gaming way back when like gateway computers were a thing. So if anybody knows gateway, that's it's been it's been a while <laughs> but um we got like our first computer like desktop computer like when gateway came out and it was like you had a computer room and it was like a whole thing where you couldn't use your phone and the computer at the whole at the same time so way back then and the computer actually came with like a disk or like a couple of like cds in like a cd holder And some of those games were like learning games where you could like learn math and learn how to type and do that type of thing. So that was kind of my first introduction to just like technology in general and like playing games on a computer. So it it all started with those like free games that um, that the computer came with. But I really distinctly remember playing um, Secret Agent Barbie. That was one of like the best games okay. and I loved it and I would play it all the time. And it was kind of like you would go out and do these missions and then there would be like a cutscene of like, okay, Barbie's meeting like the person and like giving them information and then you go to like your next mission. And that was kind of how I got hooked on on playing video games.
0: Amazing. I think that that's, you know, a perfect intro. Like, you know, I remember the gateway computer came in that, you know, cow print <laughs> box and... You know, that was like kind of whole marketing thing and that these, you know, a lot of games come with these new computer systems and, you know, it's amazing that that kind of got you into it. Yeah. How did you kind of get into, you know, streaming and content creation? You know, when did, you know, things change and you started to take this more seriously?
1: Yeah, so um, that's kind of when it started just getting exposed to video games. And then in high school, I kind of left it for a little bit. And then in high school, my friends would play um, on console. So I would play with them once in a while. Um, but it wasn't until I started working full time where I have to travel for work. And after like long day of work, you just go back to your hotel room and you either like watch TV or like hang out with your um, co workers. And I got plugged in into um, World of Warcraft at that time. And that's where I kind of got the bug again to like play video games. And I started watching uh, Twitch and got inspired to kind of give it a go for myself. Um, That wasn't until like maybe four or five years later, um, which was a year ago now, uh, to actually get on Twitch and start streaming and follow this content creation route.
0: Amazing, so I think it just kind of shows you that like it was kind of part of your pastime and then you kind of got reintroduced to it later in life and you're like, Wow, this is fun. Like I enjoy this.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, so it's been a fun way to like kind of make something that I enjoy doing um into like a way to like meet more people and like hang out with friends and just make it more interactive where it was kind of like I was holed up in my room, not being like social to now where it's like a super social experience, actually.
0: Absolutely. And I think that's like the biggest change in the games from early on and kind of yeah. now where it's, this is a social interaction. You are working with people and you are building teamwork. And, and I think these are the, a lot of the kind of pillars that people kind of have with esports that it's beyond just playing video games. It's mm-hmm. the social interactions. It's the skills that you learn from teamwork. Some person's a leader, other people have to be followers. How does that dynamic mm-hmm. work? And, you know, it just kind of leads to you know kind of doing this full time. So, what's a typical day like for you as a streamer? Uh,
1: so, a typical day, I still uh, work full time, which people are, are really surprised to hear about because of the amount of content that I, I pump out. Um, but I do work full time. So, during I like wake up early, um, make some coffee, do a workout, and then start my day on my full time job. Um, and then after that, I create some content, kind of. Uh, for whatever's coming up in the next couple of weeks. So everything's planned out. And it's basically every single day. So Monday through Friday, that's the routine, um, except the days where I'm streaming in the evening. So I'll stream like Wednesday and Friday evenings. And then Saturday and Sunday, all day, I'll like make coffee, work out, make content on day. Um, sometimes if I have something going on at night, like a family dinner or whatever, then I'll do that. But um, it's getting kind of hard to like decipher which day is a Monday and which day is like a Saturday, because every day it's just like this whole, this same routine of like, wake up, work, work some more. And it's just like a lot of work. Um, but that's pretty much the, the um, schedule, you know, it's working all the time.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that that's you know a really good point that you bring up. And a lot of people when they're kind of getting into this, it's like, yeah, like you have to commit to this. It is a full time job, and you have to plan things in ahead of time. And it's not just oh, I'm going to wake up and take a picture. It's like no, like mm-hmm. I've been planning these pictures for days. This is the content I want to do. This and I'm going to launch it. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot more that goes into it. And you know, as you start talking with people like you and you know other people that are you know as successful and as they keep growing. This, I think, is the biggest feedback and points that they bring up. It's that it's more than just turning on your stream for two hours. It's mm-hmm. so much more than that. And those people that embrace it and understand it, you know, have success. And as you mentioned, you know, you've mm-hmm. been doing this for a year. And what's your favorite part about, you know, streaming and being a content creator?
1: Um, I think I'd say, like, hands down, it's like the relationships that I've made with my community and, like, the people that I've met – Uh, Like, like I said, it's a very social, like type of environment, like playing games with people and like having like your team that you always like play scrims with or whatever. Um, But it's definitely my favorite part. Like I would have never thought I would have met somebody from like Latvia. And now they're like somebody I talk to every day, you know, it's just like really crazy to me how the internet like just connects people. Um, Like, you know, that's what it does. But like, just Seeing it in those type of relationships, it's pretty crazy, and it it kind of like just reminds you like we're all the same. You know, we all have like these basic needs, and it's been really, really nice to like make this group of friends and core group of people that I can like go to and then also have this amazing community behind me that when I turn on the stream I know like I have my regulars there I know what they're up to I know they just went to like a birthday party and their cousin like just got a new job like I love those relationships that I've made and then new people who come in and they're like hey I just like discovered your stream you're amazing like I'll be back see you Friday and I'm like that's awesome like I just made a new friend so definitely the relationships that I've made. I've, I'm kind of just like amazed by and I'm like super, super grateful.
0: Amazing. I mean, I think that's, you know, one of the things that kind of gets lost in the translation sometimes is that like, that's what draws people to this. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what social media and Twitch and all these, you know, Instagram that they do is they mm-hmm. kind of break down the barrier and let you connect with more people. And, you know, I think that's why, you know, live streaming itself is very, you know, well-known and prevalent. And as you said, you're dealing with people from all over the world. Language Mm -hmm. isn't necessarily as much of a barrier when you're all typing. And, you know, it's just really nice to expose you to people that you might never have dealt with or crossed their path.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I would say, and this surprises people, but I would say I'm more of like an introvert. Like I need my days of just like hiding back in my, in my room in the dark, like on my computer as much as I like go live and I'm like, hey, welcome to the stream, guys. Um, so having the ability to make like all of these relationships so quickly and like connect with people so fast, especially during the last year where it was nearly impossible to make these type of connections with people um, has been like really, really, like truly a blessing. So it, it's been so much fun.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that your community is happy to engage with you. And I I know you you involve some really interesting cosplay and some of your stuff. So tell us a little about that. Is there any outfit that sticks out to you as a fave or, you know, where does that fit in?
1: Yeah, so I just have started getting into cosplay and I'm like dipping my toe into it. And I've been having a lot of fun. Um, my first cosplay that I did, I have to say, is my my very favorite one. It was the Katara cosplay. She is a character in Avatar, and um, she's the one that I had the most fun with. I think because I was able to recreate her kind of to a T. Like when I do a cosplay, I like to do it um, like to stay true to the character, but being like a girl and someone who's like darker skinned it's kind of hard to find a lot of those type of um like people to recreate so it was awesome that Katara she's like darker skin brown hair she has like the blue eyes I got some contacts and I was able to like really recreate her look and it was a lot of fun and that's kind of like I tried it with her and was like I don't know about cosplay but I loved it so much I was like okay I'm like totally gonna do it and now I'm approaching it more of like okay if I want to do Sailor Moon who's like blonde and blue eyes like or you know, light skins. like I can just do my interpretation of what um, Sailor Moon is, you know, like approach it from that angle to where I still have fun with it. But I don't have to stay true to exactly what that character is. And, I, and I've been um, kind of toying with that and putting my own interpretation on it. It's been a lot of fun. But Katara was definitely um, what convinced me to to get into it a lot more.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I think that that's kind of the best way to look at it is that like, this is you having fun with it. It's kind of like Mm -hmm. Halloween. Like it's like, I'm dressing up how I want to dress up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
2: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to Indeed data,
3: Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.
0: Awesome. So let's kind of discuss Chili Mountain a little bit. So how did that start and what's kind of your day to day like on behalf of the team?
1: Yeah, so Chili Mountain, I'm super excited um, to be working with Chili Mountain. It all started uh, because I was watching Chilrog, uh, one of our founders, on Twitch, and he was a huge uh, Heroes of the Storm fanboy, like loved Heroes of the Storm, but at the time, uh, the professional league had already collapsed. Blizzard basically pulled the plug on it, so everybody was kind of sad and he was still streaming heroes and having fun with it. And his discord was called the Chili Mountain. And, you know, so I went in there and like started networking with him and his uh, mods and was like, you know, like, uh, I want to help out. So then Chilrog had this idea for putting on tournaments for Heroes of the Storm since the scene was kind of dead. And he's like, you know, I really love Heroes of the Storm. We need to like revitalize the scene. And this is a way that Chili Mountain can do that. So I was like, okay, like I'm on board, like you're driving your passion. Like, I love it. So I helped organize these tournaments and then we expanded into other titles such as League of Legends, Valorant, Hearthstone, a bunch of other stuff. And we're like making these huge like $1,000 tournaments, zero buy-in, like a lot, a lot of fun. And then we started to change direction with what Chili Mountain meant. So we started out as like a tournament organizing um, type of place and into more of uh, an esports team and organization. So we've moved away from doing tournaments now. And now we are doing, um, we have a couple of teams. We have five teams total that uh, represent us both in North America and in EU um, in League of Legends and Heroes of the Storm. And they play on the professional level as well as amateur level. So that's been a lot of fun. It's a lot of work. It's my third full-time job (laughs) Um, from my normal full-time job. Sid Kitten is a full-time job. And then Chili Mountain is like my third full-time job. but it's been a lot of fun. Uh, like I said, it's a lot of work, like uh, content creation for Sitkaden. Um, and I'm really excited for it. We have a revamp coming um, next week, so I'm really excited to push that out and see how everybody reacts, and hopefully they'll love it. but um, i'm I'm really excited for for everybody to see that.
0: Amazing. So, you know, I know you guys aren't from Heroes of the Storms. So how do you decide, you know, what titles to enter and maybe which players to sign? Like what brought you into the other games?
1: Yeah. So for um, Heroes of the Storm, that was an easy title that we were like, we we want to be here. We want to have um, a stake in where Heroes goes. So at the time when we were organizing tournaments, um, a new league for Heroes of the Storm and the only league that existed on a professional level um, was created called the Hero CCL, Community Clash League. And they had open applications for eight orgs that they were going to accept into their league. So Chili Mountain applied as as an org. We um, interviewed with their commissioner and we were then notified that we were one of the eight orgs that were going to that had like a spot in the league so we were psyched um you know having our roots in heroes of the storm we're like this is something we absolutely need a part need to be a part of so we we're really happy that that worked out um and then getting into league of legends uh, that was kind of a no-brainer for us as well since it's it's also a MOBA like heroes of the storm Um, And we partnered with a really, really great um, general manager. His name's Vamir, who's like really helped us um, carve out what our league program looks like. And it's been really, really great as well. We have our German team who last season won 12 to 1 in the Prime League Division 3, which is a really, really big deal. And we're now in Division 2. So um, it's been really awesome to see that progress and how the team has just beat out the competition every single week. So we just started the next, um, the summer split here. So we're, we're excited to see how that goes. Um, but as far as signing players, a lot goes into it. And we have a lot of, a lot of, um, people who give us input into who we sign and who we don't sign or who we look into. But, um, Basically, what we look for is their level of play. Um, you know how good they are. Basically, their loyalty also to like the org and the team and the game and kind of what what their um, aspirations are. Um, and then also attitude, like a competitive, hardworking, like healthy lifestyle. Um, just with my yoga background, you know, we really want to make sure that they're taking care of their body and mind at the same time. We know how how hard these players can. Um, can play for hours on end and not take care of themselves. So just kind of see where where they where they are mentally in that um, aspect. Um, but yeah, that it's it's a couple of things that we look into when we're signing somebody.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I think that that's a really important point that you bring up before we touch on the yoga thing where it's like, it's more than just how you perform. There are these other factors, these intangibles, your dedication, your hard work, how badly you want this and what you're willing Mm -hmm. to do that also come into play because you may be the best player, but if you're not going to put the time in to watch VODs, to strats, to scrim and to do all these things that are necessary to compete at a high level, you're Mm -hmm. just not going to succeed.
1: Exactly, exactly. And, that, and that's what we look into. Um, and, you know, it's been a growing process as well from when we've started to where we are right now. Um, you also could like talk to someone and they say all the right things and then the next day they're just not up to par. So it's been a trial and error and, and we've gotten a lot better with it now. But yeah, it, it's really important.
0: Awesome. So you're also, as we mentioned, a certified yoga instructor. So tell us, how do you kind of incorporate that, you know, gaming into your streaming regimen and how do you see health and wellness kind of working together in esports and gaming?
1: Yeah. So health and wellness is just a part of who I am. So it's it's really kind of hard to separate the two, like yoga and gaming, because it's, it's so like built into my nature, you know? So like before I start working out or before I start my day, Um, at my computer, like I do my five basic stretches, like standing up. And even while I'm sitting, I'll do like these basic stretches as well, like stretching behind my back, a a chest opener, things like that, where like now they become like habit to where I like really don't think about it now. So I'll be sitting in like a weird position, like stretching And I'm like, oh yeah, like people don't usually do this, you know, but I'm like so conscious of like these little uh, tweaks that we can make to our bodies while we're sitting, while we're standing, like while you're waiting to like for your order to be ready or something um, that can make such big improvements in like your lower back or your neck or that type of pain that you have. Um, And I think a lot more people are becoming conscious of that either because they've experienced, you know, like the wrist pain, or they're, they're just like a more conscious person in the health aspect that um, in gaming, I've seen it very, very often now where someone's like, I did this uh, exercise, and it really helped me and like, yes, it's not gaming, but it'll help you in your gaming setting. So I think it's the more um, we look forward, it's going to be just like, peas in a pod type of thing.
0: Absolutely. I mean, they call this, you know, healthy gaming white space where there's just kind of Mm -hmm. this limitless potential. And, you know, I know we work with some individuals that are kind of actually, you know, medical practitioners working in the esports and gaming, Mm -hmm. working with the individuals. So, you know, I think as you mentioned, people are starting to really see the benefits of it and understanding how they can incorporate it. And, you know, I see that you try to put out some content that, you know, focuses on that.
1: Yeah. And it's not even, it doesn't have to be limited to like stretching or exercises. Something we also tell our players is like, take a deep breath, you know, like you're tilting. That's not going to help you in your next game. We actually need you to like step back. Like that's going to be the best for you, for your mental right now. And for the team as, as a whole, because there's not going to be any like negative energy or like toxicity, things like that. So even just like working with your breath, is like super helpful doing it for like two to three minutes. It's all you really need. to so just like step back, do some breath work and like you're good. So it, it's like there's so many aspects to it that – um, I want people to see there's an avenue for everyone. It's accessible to anyone. If you don't want to get up from your chair, here's exercises you can do sitting. If you want to like stand up for a little bit, I can give you some stretching exercises for that. Um, so I have a whole a whole plan coming up of like more exercises you can do there before or after your gaming, sitting, standing, breathing, everything I've got you covered.
0: Amazing. I think, you know, the breathing thing and the mental aspect is something that I feel like a lot of people don't realize. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's what controls everything. If you're not focused or you're you're just kind of thinking about the previous play, as they say, like you're not able to focus on the next one and it just disrupts the rest of the match or the rest of the round.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I've seen a lot of um, good – progress from our players by doing this. And even like with COVID now, um, this last year, taking a step outside, you know, we're like cooped up in our houses, even going outside, taking some fresh air. It just like helps. I like read that subconsciously seeing nature makes our brain happy. So just like, so if somebody is sitting at a desk that has a window like that, it just makes them happier um, just by having a window because they see nature. So stepping outside, getting a fresh, Um, getting some fresh air uh, is really, really, like, healthy for you. So what I started to do is, like, during my lunch hour is, like, just sit outside for, like, a quick 20, 30 minutes and, like, eat my lunch outside. Like, it's little things like that where instead of eating at your desk, you should go outside, eat, you know, for a little bit, get some air, and then come back, and, like, it'll change you. Like, it's so good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with that. So you're also involved in charitable work, including working with Girls Who Code. Tell us a little bit about, you know, Girls Who Code. What do they work on? And what's some of the previous stuff you've done?
1: Yeah, so I was introduced to them um, by, my, by my work, and I'm so glad um, that, that I was able to, to see what they do, but I helped them um, most recently with a summer immersion program that they had where um, they had some mentors from my company that are um, like program or project managers and also like programmers in different like type of coding languages. And they had a project for the summer where they had to build a website um, and they had to like code it and like plan it out and do like all aspects of. Like what goes into planning the websites from the front end of like the UI UX they call it, where you like click around. What's the best buttons? Like what makes sense as a user to the back end of okay, like you need to code it this way so it works, and like what are the pages and things like that. Um, and I was able to be one of their mentors and help them um, with these workshops that we had, where we would introduce like some hot topics as well, like what is um, artificial intelligence? Like, what does that mean? Like, what can you do in, the, in that field if you want? So all of this is to um, support women and increase women, um, the number of women that are in computer science and in um, technology in general, by giving, the, giving them these skills that will help them in those fields.
0: Amazing. I mean, I again, I think that that's one of the, you know, the really kind of big trends in esports as well. And gaming is, you know, helping kind of bridge this gap and pushing, you know, coding, whether it's, you know, more gender equality and more STEM based careers, it's definitely kind of the new trend. And, you know, it makes a lot of sense that, you know, in this digital world, you need to have these skills and having these skills make you even more valuable for a potential employer.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, I, I do this in my full time job, so it only made sense, you know, to incorporate that in. Uh, my Sid Kitten work where it's the same like Sid Kitten um, like women in tech technology gaming like all of that stuff it's like a part of who I am and I'm like able to transfer those skills over like one for one
0: well that's great so you know I, I know they're very thankful for you know the knowledge you impart on them and let's kind of bring this towards the end so what's the future for you and the Sid Kitten brand where are you going from here
1: so a lot more content. Um, I'm creating a lot more short form content. So that's going to be like videos, reels, TikToks, YouTube, everything. Um, I started out with images, so now I'm I'm moving over to um, short form content, which I'm really excited about. Um, Also, I'm really big into networking, so I want to schedule more um, like co-streaming events and um, expose my communities to like other audiences as well. So I'm really excited for that. Um, And then as well with Chili Mountain, just continue to grow grow our org and um, be able to like see a sponsorship in the future.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, I think that, that that all sounds like a really great plan. So and I kind of like to end each episode with my three questions. So mm-hmm. what's your favorite game to watch?
1: Ooh. Um, I'd say I really, really love to watch Heroes of the Storm, especially uh, Heroes CCL right now this season. All the teams are very well matched up. Um, we have a ranking, like a standing, but each, each weekend – the, the teams are, like, you'll see the number one seed go up against the number eight seed. And, like, the, the rankings just don't give them enough credit for how good each team is. So, every weekend, the games are super close. So, it's been a really exciting series to watch.
0: Awesome. So, what's your favorite game to play?
1: Oh, I love World of Warcraft, hands down. I love it so much.
0: <laughs> okay. So, who's your favorite video game character?
2: Ooh, um...
3: That's oh, a tough one, actually. Video game character. I might be drawing a blank on this one.
0: You know, know Mario, they... Pikachu, Luigi, you no. know, you can go any which way.
1: Well, now you mention that. It might be, like, Princess Peach. I mean, she's my... my computer background so maybe her I mean,
0: she's amazing yeah. so there's definitely nothing wrong with princess peach you know we're definitely <laughs> fans of the og mario so yeah. anyone that he loves has to be pretty awesome yeah so you know this was so great thank you so much for joining us i'm telling everyone where they can find you
1: thank you so much uh you can find me at it's the kitten on twitter instagram facebook youtube twitch.tv slash kitten
0: yeah, so everyone make sure to follow her. As she said, she's got some pretty amazing stuff going on. So make sure to follow her and give her that like. And thanks, everybody, again, for tuning in. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, Justin J E S Q, and check Apple Podcasts for all our past episodes.